All right, thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconado Podcast, otherwise known as The Remnant. My name is Pastor Todd Coconado. It is Thursday, 5-20-21. Welcome to this broadcast. Uh, yesterday, I was very disturbed. There were uh, 35 Republicans that basically voted against their party and voted to look into this January 6th false flag event that took place at the Capitol. We know it was a false flag. There was Asian provocateurs that were there. I have friends that were on the ground, and uh, they were watching literal Antifa bus busloads of people showing up. Now, there's so many different things about January 6th, and we haven't talked much about January 6th recently. But I still get very disturbed about January 6th because the whole thing was a setup. They knew that uh, so many hundreds of thousands of Trump supporters were going to converge on D.C. to peacefully protest the ridiculousness, the theft of an election that had taken place. But trust me, if you had a bunch of Second Amendment supporting uh, ex-military and, and law enforcement you know, people that are on the Republican side of the aisle, by the way, that are that are, you know, libertarians and Republicans and, you know, patriots. Uh, you better believe if they wanted to do a real armed insurrection, uh, they would not have lost, ladies and gentlemen. They would have not lost. There would be a new government structure in our country if that was their intention. So the, the whole narrative, and I'm so sad that Christians and even some Christian leaders have bought into this nonsense because it, that's what it is. It's nonsense. And I'm glad that President Trump is willing to continue to push back against this false narrative. But, you know, regardless, when President Trump was speaking, I have so many friends that I know that were there, by the way. I was not down there. Uh, I just couldn't, from a schedule standpoint, logistically get there. I probably would have otherwise, to be quite honest, just because I would have supported President Trump. I would have gone down there peacefully, just like all the other patriots that did go. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, is that the president was having his rally, and it's a long walk to get to the Capitol from where the president was. It's, it's, it, it takes time. I've done that walk several times in my life for various events that were on the, on the mall out there. And, and I'll tell you, I've done the full walk and it takes, gosh, even for me, and I'm in pretty good shape, I'd say 25 minutes, you know, maybe 30 minutes, maybe more, especially when you're walking through a large crowd of people. So, I mean, you know, and that's me like walking fast or even jogging. So, you know, it's it, it's a long walk and, uh, you know, it's not something that you're just going to do in a really short period of time. So anyways, and, and I know there's going to be somebody in D.C. that writes me and says, well, that's not the right amount of time. It's even longer. So you're probably right. Um, I'm just giving you an off the cuff estimate. So, you know, if you live there, you know, but I know I've done the walk a couple of times and I know it's pretty long. And I say that because um, the, the people that were watching President Trump honestly would have had to have left early from his speech because he had gone on late. And I think he did that purposely because I think that him and his team were, you know, aware that they there was this uh, possible false flag event that was going to be taking place. There was a lot of shady stuff going on. One of my friends who's a radio host said that they were literally trying to get him to, to be, you know, almost to appear as an agent provocateur to tell his followers, hey, follow me here. And uh, they would have probably put the whole thing on him and said that he was the, the cause of it all. So there, there were several people they tried to frame. And then, you know, when those people didn't uh, fall for the trap, uh, they just went for it anyways, and the police opened the barriers. You guys have seen the uh, videos, I'm sure, where the, the police literally stood down. That's what they were told to do, the Capitol Police. And the people walked through the barriers, and the people just, you know, there's a lot of people that just don't think. I mean, if you recall back to high school and just all the stupid things that people do sometimes, and I'm, I'm not trying to be mean or rude, but let's just be honest. 
there was probably some just good, normal people that just saw the barriers move and, you know, they might have been Trump supporters and they and they and they went in. And, you know, they were, it was almost like they were on like a little tour. You know, they're staying in the ropes and kind of looking around. Wow, I'm in the Capitol, you know. And it was like, wow, everybody else is doing it. I guess it's okay because, unfortunately, we live in a society where a lot of people are sheep and they just, you know, they just follow. And I don't mean the sheep versus the goats because, in that case, the sheep are good. But I'm talking about the other sheep, <laughs> the, you know, the sheep that just follow anybody, not the godly sheep. And there's a lot of people that do that and they just will just follow. And so when you get an agent provocateur, if you don't know what an agent provocateur is, that's somebody that's literally sent on purpose to uh, persuade you to do something that you might not normally do, but because this person is very charismatic or they make sense or they have some type of good uh, argument or whatnot, you're, you follow them and they, they provoke you. They provoke you. They're using probably psychological warfare on you. They provoke you and then you end up doing something that you probably otherwise wouldn't have necessarily done. And that's what happened to the people that were the Trump supporters. But these other agent provocateurs, these were either, uh, you know, a special unit of, of people that were sent in by whatever deep state, you know, organization or group that was kind of, you know, behind this. OK, and, and you know, there are several different groups that could have been. So, you know, it's not just one, you know, deep state. There's like all these different actors that are kind of, you know, working synonymously to try to overthrow our republic and, and push toward a one world global government. And so that's what some of these people are doing. And uh, and so anyways, uh, you know, somebody sent in these agent provocateurs could be like a George Soros type or, you know, somebody like that in the deep state or the you know the shadow government type, type person, central bankers, one of those people that wanted to see this type of false flag event because the optics would have looked awful, which they did for President Trump. He has 100,000 supporters down there. And here they go. Let's make the supporters look like they're violent, like they storm the Capitol. And then what, what this will do, this will ultimately make it where the senators that were going to stand up for the election ended up caving because, oh, my gosh, after what happened, after what happened, I just can't, like Kelly Loeffner, remember, she was literally President Trump. I think it's the biggest backstab in like political history that I can remember. I mean, you know, no, I mean, actually, there's worse. I mean, President, Vice President Pence, that's probably the biggest one if you think about it. We'll talk about him in a minute. Uh, and I know a lot of you like him still, but uh, but let's just go back here to Loeffler. Okay, Loeffler was literally, President Trump did a rally on behalf of her. What was it, like the night before or maybe two nights before or something like that? And she was all, you know, all about getting President Trump's votes and the MAGA you know, support and endorsement and all that. But, oh, I just, after what happened today, I just can't, I just can't fight for election integrity. I just can't stand for the fact that our nation was just stolen, but I'm going to cave. I'm going to cave because of a false flag event that happened. I'm just going to cave because that's what she did. So I don't know if she maybe is deep state or she's just really weak. Like a lot of these other Republicans, these 30 something Republicans that, you know, voted for this commission on what happened here. But if they're going to have a commission, they need to bring the real evidence. You know, you know the Democrats, and if they're going to be running this thing, which they are, because they have the House and basically they have the Senate, so you know they're going to they're going to run the committee, and they're not going to talk about all these things. You know about how the police were told to stand down, or how they had all this information ahead of time, or the pipe bombs, you know, that were mysteriously also set, you know, and um, you know found by the way, um, you know, all the different things that they had set up, or the or the busloads of people that people said they saw. You know, only, you know, a short distance away from where this all went down, where they were being dropped off. Or how about the flyers that were being sent around saying we're going to dress as Trump supporters literally for this event, you know, and then we're going to go cause problems. And that's exactly what happened. But for some reason, people can't connect the dots. So we're the crazy ones. We're the conspiracy theorists. We're the angry people. We're the insurrectionists, according to them. 
and now they come after Trump supporters. And this is all supposed to be okay in this crazy, mixed-up, upside-down world where good is evil and evil is good. Anyways, so the people that are buying into the insurrection at the Capitol, yeah, you bought into a lie. You have to do some more research and understand how deep this whole deep state thing goes, that it's been going on for many, many years. They, they do these things called false flags. Look them up, false flags. I can't go into it all right now. And if this is the first time you're hearing some of this stuff, you might think, oh, this guy's crazy. But actually, I'm very well read. And actually, everything that I'm saying here is backed by facts. And it's not a conspiracy. It's not fake news. They're the ones, the fake news media are the ones that are they're 90% owned, 90% owned by six corporations that are disseminating the false information. They're the ones. And I just, you know, it's it's almost hard to believe how these Republicans do what they do. But yes, they truly did. And so now the AG that in New York, I'm going to shift gears here, but let me just stay on this subject for a few more minutes here and then we'll shift gears. Because so so President Trump, you know, he he said something. This is what he said. He said, see 35 wayward Republicans. They just can't help themselves. We have much better policy and are much better for the country, but the Democrats at least stick together. The Republicans don't. They don't have the Romneys or the little Ben Sassies. And Cheney's of the world, Trump said in his statement referring to Senator Mitt Romney, which is the ultimate rhino, Ben Sass, another rhino, Liz Cheney, another rhino. And uh, and there was 35 of them. And I'll tell you, it's it's pretty sad that that many, I mean, it really just, we need to primary every single one. And I put their names up. Every single one of those people need to be primaried. And meanwhile, they're going after Donald Trump. They're going after Matt Gates. Uh, they're going after all the the basically the the stars. I'm you know, thank God they haven't gone after some of the other people. Because, trust me, they will at some point. And uh, we need to continue to pray in the name of Jesus for our nation. We need to continue to pray in the name of Jesus for our nation and for President Trump. There is an AG investigating Trump, but guess what? She was actually criminally busted on camera. Um, Donald Trump Jr. put it out, and he says there's nothing more corrupt than an investigation in desperate search of a crime. If this isn't flagrant abuse of political office, I don't know what is. This is the Banana Republic stuff right here, and it's happening in America today. I'm going to play the clip right now. So, so this is the woman that's the AG. I don't know if you could hear that, but basically she was out there saying, Donald Trump, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to do an investigation on him. And so there was a crime before there was an investigation. That's not the way our system works. Our system is, is innocent until proven guilty. So I know this stuff is all frustrating and yet it's happening. Um, it's still happening in our country. And this is where we need to continue to uh, pray, 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 pray and intercede and contend for the nation, contend for our nation's future. We've got to, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, this UFO story. So let's talk about this, the UFO story. So the former Pentagon official makes explosive in, uh, admission about UFOs. A former top U.S. official revealed some eye-opening news this week about UFO sightings and what the government knows. During an interview Wednesday with Tucker Carlson tonight, Lou Enlinzio, former director of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, said the U.S. government is in possession of exotic material from UFOs. Wasn't that what they were talking about with Roswell like years ago? 
there were times where you'd look at a monthly report and we'd see 25 to 26 incidents occurring in a 30-day period. He said, let's take away for a moment the source of what's possibly could be, and let's just pretend it's either Russian or Chinese. Either way, it's not a good scenario. Someone with some sort of technology uh, that we don't have is, in, is incurring into controlled U.S. airspace on a regular and routine basis, he continued, and no one wants to do a darn thing about it. We keep hearing whispers that there is physical evidence of existence of these objects, and uh, that might tell us where they are, Carlson said. Do you believe that's true? And, of course, the man does believe that, I believe. And so this was on the Tucker Carlson Tonight Show. And I wrote about this uh, not that long ago. And uh, I don't know if you ever looked into uh, Project Bluebeam. Uh, Project Bluebeam, yeah, it is a, a very interesting subject matter where it's basically a U.S. government operation that was a leaked operation, I guess, about faking a UFO uh, attack, you know, like a like a like an alien attack, an alien invasion, a false alien invasion. Uh, there's some people out there. I don't know if you ever listen to Skywatch TV, but some of those guys are out there talking about some of this stuff. Uh, they say that there's a connection between the Vatican uh, and the Lucifer. By the way, you know the Vatican has a telescope named the Lucifer device? The Lucifer telescope? That's very weird. Isn't that strange? Why would the Vatican have something called the Lucifer telescope? And why would they be talking about aliens? If you recall this Pope, you know, he was talking about aliens not that long ago. And then guess who else was? Barack Hussein Obama. As far as I'm concerned, these are all demonic people that are talking about demonic beings. Now, I know this is a little bit controversial when I say this because people say, oh, here we go again with another Toddism. It's not necessarily a Toddism. You know, I went to the King's College and Seminary, and I sat under a pastor that was a very well-read man of God. His name was Pastor Jack Hayford. He was the chancellor of the King's College and Seminary. And I was able to ask him this question. You know, Pastor Jack, do you believe in aliens? And what he said to me, and I, this has always been something that's you know, kind of been a foundational thing for me, but I really believe what he said is true, is he said, I believe they're demonic beings, they're not aliens. And I really believe that too. You know, The Bible says in the end times, it'll be like the days of Noah, and we're going to see a lot of weird, strange things in the coming years. I also believe we're going to see a great harvest. I also believe we're going to see a great awakening. I also believe God is on the move in this nation. I also believe he's not done with America. And so we kind of talk about a lot of these things all the time because there is an optimistic view about how God is going to move and he's going to answer the prayers of the righteous. And we need to continue to repent as a church and we need to continue to stand for righteousness and we need to push back against the um, infiltration of the church and 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 the, the people that are trying to push false doctrines, like the Bible said would happen, trying to change the Bible, um, trying to uh, call what's good bad and what's bad good, which... You know, all these things we're seeing. But the but the alien thing, it's interesting because this is now coming up. And think about this. If this would have come up, you know, how many years ago? Five years ago? Let's just say five years ago. If this would have come up, this would have been like the biggest news story maybe in our lifetime. That they're they're, they're admitting there's UFOs and that. But, but for some reason, it's not even getting a lot of it. It's kind of like they're sprinkling it out. Like, oh, yeah, there's a UFO. Oh, yeah, we see them every day. And they're kind of putting it in your subconscious. Now, why would they be doing this unless they have a reason? I don't trust anything these people do these days, ladies and gentlemen. I really don't. I know I sound a little skeptical, and I know it's like, oh, really? You know, you're going to question that now, you know? But that's to the person that's not fully awake. And most of the remnant warriors, you get it. And you're you're probably, you know, you, the spirit is probably uh, alerting you as well. You probably feel something in your discernment. You're like, yeah, this, this just sounds a little weird. You know, why is Barack Hussein Obama, the Muslim, the Manchurian candidate, the demon demonized man that tried to destroy our country? And and he's, by the way, still probably in Biden's ear or whoever it is that's actually running the government right now. 
you know, I'm sure Barack Hussein Obama is in a basement somewhere giving directions because he even said that's what he wanted to do. Now, we know that there's, you know, puppet masters behind him, too, like the Rothschilds and, and you know, uh, you know, the deep state and people that are the central bankers and the people that are making these plans to basically have a one world global government. We get it. We understand that. We understand there's a great reset and Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. And there's, you know, people that meet like the CFR and the Bilderberg Group and you know, we're well-read people. We're not, you know, the, the, the Bohemian Grove. We know all that stuff. We know all this different stuff. And it's not conspiracy as much as they want to say it is because we've done our due diligence and we've investigated as citizen journalists and we've come to the conclusion that, yes, these things are real. Yes, there are actually demonic people that are Satanists that are that are in key positions around the world. And that's why you see a lot of women that are, you know, actually men that are pretending to be women that are in high positions of power, because these are all Luciferian things. These are all demonic things. And they say, wow, Pastor Todd, you're taking off the gloves today. Well, listen, we have to be informed. Okay, this, this is, this. when I say it's a battle between light versus darkness, that's what it is. It is a battle between light. You are not crazy to think these things. You are not crazy because you did your research and God woke you up for some reason. And I know some of you say, well, my spouse thinks I'm crazy or my family thinks I'm crazy, but there's a reason why God woke you up specifically. And I believe that's to contend for and to and to do your best that you possibly can here on this earth to awaken as many people as you can, to contend for them, to pray, to intercede, and to be a truth teller. And you are blessed if you are under attack. You are blessed if people think you're crazy. Listen, I've dealt with this for about 20 years now, ladies and gentlemen, 20 years. And I, and I have to tell you, you know, it was not easy in the beginning and it's still not easy now because if God chooses to awaken you and then other people that are the closest people in your life have not been awakened, it's a very difficult road to walk. But you know what he says in the word? He says, straight is the way, narrow is the gate that leads unto salvation. It's not the wide gate. It's the narrow gate. And so when we have these types of messages or revelations from the Holy Spirit of living God, we're not, we're not crazy. Listen, Noah had that type of revelation. Was he crazy? No, he was not crazy. Did people think he was crazy? Absolutely. So I I hear it a lot. It's a reoccurring theme where people write me and they say, my family thinks I'm crazy. You are blessed. If your family thinks you're crazy, you are blessed. If you're dealing with warfare, you are blessed. Why? Because you're over the target. You're over the target. You would not be seeing the flak. In World War II, when they got the flak, it's because they were coming closer to the target. Okay, when you're in a war scenario and you start seeing all the flack around the plane or whatnot, you, that's because you're over the target. If you're dealing with spiritual warfare, if people think you're crazy, you're over the target. Does that mean you're always right? Well, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what you're saying. <laughs> I hope that you're inquiring of the Holy Spirit. I hope that, uh, you know, you're not, you're not going down, uh, you know, rabbit holes that are not of God. There are a lot of people out there saying a lot of crazy things. So we have to use discernment. The Bible says, test the spirits. I always tell people, test the spirits with me. Listen, I'm not going to get everything 100% right. And by the way, I'm human and I do make mistakes. But I think that we've developed a relationship and trust you and I is because you know that my heart is in the right place. And you know that the majority of the time what I'm saying is true. Maybe once in a while something will come out and I'll be like, oh, I guess that wasn't right. But, you know, some of what I'm saying is opinion, but most of what I'm saying is true. We've researched it and we, you know, for whatever reason, God chose us to put this information out. Do we have a lot of warfare that we deal with because of it? Yes, so much to the point where it's like almost overwhelming sometimes, but God never gives us more than we can handle and he, he equips us and he teaches us and so therefore we are blessed. So if you have been awakened and the other people around you haven't, you are blessed. He chose you. You are chosen. 
a chosen generation, a royal priesthood for a time as this. And so we look at this alien thing and we ask the Holy Spirit, and we say, God, are these really beings from other other planets that are coming here? And 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 we know that the deep state and the shadow government, the evil people that I always talk about, you know, the Luciferians, the Satanists out there, oh, you're crazy, Pastor Todd, for calling that. Well, no, actually, I worked in the industry and I saw that when you get to the top of a record label or you know, when you get to the top of Hollywood, guess what? Yeah, there's Satan worshipers there. It's true. It's true. And that's why so many people have come out and said it. And guess what? They end up dying or something happens to them because people don't want you to know what's going on. Why is it that the really good Christian actor, good looking person, talented, why is it that they're not at the top? Why is it that they're not the Beyonce's of the world? Why is it that they're not, you know, the, the, the Britney Spears of the world or whatnot? Why? Because they're not controlled. If you have to get to that level in Hollywood, you're controlled. And you're controlled by handlers. And those handlers are probably controlled. And somewhere when you get up to the very top, it's a very demonic, dark agenda. And it's amazing. And that's what got me from Hollywood to government because I saw there was a plumb line between government and Hollywood. And that there was there was a connection. And I when I got to parts in Hollywood where I was starting to see how this thing was all working out here and how this was all happening... The Lord led me to government. And that's why I got in here. Oh, Pastor Todd, you're so political. No, I'm not. I don't even like politics. The reason why I'm involved in politics is because it's a major mountain of influence. And if the church is a vacuum there, that's how we get to where we are today. Our nation needs a revival, new life. We need the Lord. And we need to have wisdom and we need to have discernment. If we don't do this, saints, we will lose. There's no guarantee the United States of America has to be a country. What does it say? Does it say that in the Bible? I didn't see that in the Bible. There's certain people that have, you know, certain interpretations of certain prophecies that do say, yes, it looks like America will be there. But other people say, I don't see America in scripture. I don't see America in prophecy. So we don't know. We can't say 100%. We do know one thing that's 100%. Jesus Christ is coming back. He's coming back for a church without spot nor wrinkle. He's coming back for not a lukewarm church, but a church that's willing to stand, a remnant. That's why we call it the remnant. We want to be that church. We want, we want the Lord to say, well done, good and faithful servant. You have done well. Thank you. You stood the test of time. You stood. Thank you. That's what they want to stop. That's why they're so mad. Why do they pick on me, little old me? Why do they pick on me? A man in a studio doing a podcast or a radio show. There's millions of people doing things like this. Why is it Todd Coconut? Why are they doing you know, reports in Newsweek about me? Why, are they, why is the mainstream media focused on me and people like me and you? Because we're over the target. Because the battle is not flesh and blood, but strongholds and principalities. And guess what? The demons know who's telling the truth and who's equipping the people. And that's why they're trying to censor us and take us down and there's warfare. But you are blessed and I am blessed for going through this exact thing. We are blessed. Why? Because God has chosen us to contend, to stand for righteousness. So listen, with this alien thing, we'll have to see how it all plays out. With this thing with the 2020 election, we'll have to see how it all plays out. I don't know if Donald Trump is going to be president again or not, but I do know that something happened. There was a theft. Our house was robbed. Not not literally, but hypothetically, our nation. It was robbed. There was a, there was a rob, a robbery that took place. A robbery that took place, okay? Think about this. And we can't just say, oh, we're not going to look into it. So we are looking into it. And, and, and there's things going on in Wisconsin now. There's things going on in other places. So continue to pray, continue to contend. But listen, here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend the next few minutes before we end the show because I think this is important. How did we get to where we are? Well, there's a, there's a lot of things that happened. 
Okay, a lot of things. We've been talking about this recently. There's a lot of things that happen. We got our eye off the ball as the body of Christ. We made it about things that were idols and not about the Lord. God is a jealous God. Uh, there's a lot of churches that don't operate in the Holy Spirit. There's a lot of seeker friendlyism out there where they're not preaching the full Bible. Uh, there's a lot of reasons why we got here. But here's the thing is if, if you are at this place where you're saying, I don't know why, but for some reason I'm drawn to this remnant show. I don't know why. I don't even know this guy, but there's something about this show. I'm For whatever reason, I'm drawn to this show. I'm going to tell you why. It's the Holy Spirit. And it's not me because on my best day of doing a podcast or a broadcast, it's not me. I can't do it. In fact, I'll tell you, there's times when I hit a wall and then, then the Holy Spirit comes and the Holy Spirit fills me and gives me a word and tells me, talk about this. I mean, you know, we just sometimes just talk about the news and maybe it's not anointed, you know, like we probably did in the beginning of the show. But then the Holy Spirit starts moving. And what I really believe that we're in this time for is because the church is getting aligned again. Have you ever got your your, tar, your car tires aligned? Have they ever been off alignment? You ever see how a car pulls like right to the right or to the left? It's awful. And the tire will wear bad and you'll have to get new tires. And it's just a bad situation. You want your car to be aligned. The church needs to be aligned. And we are, we are getting an alignment right now. It's, it's separating the wheat from the chaff. We're seeing it very clearly. You're seeing who's willing to stand. You're seeing the people that are literally living in fear. Some people think that the vaccine is the solution instead of the Holy Spirit. Some people would rather have the vaccine than the Holy Spirit. That tells you a lot right there. But I want to tell you, okay, as we're going to take this five minutes right here to talk about this before the show ends, and then I'm going to go on my way to our next mission in Wisconsin. So pray for us. I will not be doing a podcast tomorrow. Uh, I may be doing a live stream if I have time, but I'll just tell you right now, I'm going to be on the road. So, uh, But we do have people staying in our house, just so you know. We have to do this now. This is the world that we live in. Uh, it's okay. And they're, and by the way, they're, they're probably pretty big guys, just so you know. <laughs> so don't mess with our house while we're gone. There are big people in our house. Yes, they're, they're actually military people, ex-military people. Okay, so here's the deal. Okay, the church um, dropped the ball, missed the mark, whatever you want to call it, and and we stopped understanding our authority. We stopped understanding the authority that we have. I wrote an article a while back, and it was something the Lord put on my heart about COVID. And the Lord told me that at any moment, at any given time, if the church were to stand and to pray in one accord and to stand and fast and get on their face and repent, that the Lord would, would change the situation. Now, here's the problem, though. We pray, but many people don't believe that the prayers actually work. Many people don't believe that they would rather get a vaccine than pray over their health. Oh, are you here? Are you hearing what I'm saying? They would rather, they feel more confident in getting a vaccine than they do about praying and having the Lord of heaven and earth who sits on the throne of glory answer their prayer. That's concerning. This is a big portion of the church, ladies and gentlemen. There's a big portion of the church that doesn't understand the power and authority that we are able to walk in in the name of Jesus. Well, I know a scripture that says, I know Peter, I know Paul, but who are you? We don't ever want to be a who are you. We want to be a Peter and a Paul that's walking in the authority, the supernatural authority of the Holy Spirit of the living God that's changing the atmosphere. And in order for us to do that, we have to believe that God is willing and he's able that he hears the prayers of the righteous and he responds. We have authority to trample on the scorpions and demons in this nation and take back this territory. And it's high time that the church rises up and understands this is our mission. 
if God would have just given us a second term of Trump without doing a refiner's fire moment in the church, my goodness, we would have never got this. This is where we are in the timeline right now. We have to understand what we're able to do and accomplish as saints, as Christians, as followers of the way, filled with the Holy Spirit. Is he able to heal? Is he able to do miracles, signs, and wonders? Does he want to break out in America and do that? Yes. And it's happening and it's going to happen more and more. But if we don't understand what we're called to do as Christians, which means we are called to stand and believe the entirety of the word of God. And if the word of God says that we can pray and cast out demons, that we can cancel the assignments of hell and stop strongholds in our nation, that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against these strongholds and principalities. But guess what? In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can win. It's not even that we can win. We will win. We will win. So this is a moment where the church does a big reflective look at ourselves and says, do we believe in prayer? Do we believe in the authority of the anointing of the Holy Spirit? Do we believe what the word of God says? Because if we do, then we can literally stop the COVID and stop this foul assignment of hell that's trying to take over our nation and make us into this decrepit cesspool of sin, literally shipping out abortions worldwide, killing of the innocent, Listen, there's a big court case right now that's on the ducket for the Supreme Court that's going to rule either in favor or against Roe v. Wade. It could literally overturn Roe v. Wade. Here we go. Isn't this what we've prayed for for years in the pro-life movement? And why aren't people like contending, praying? And, you know, I, I, we should see like an outcry all around the nation of Christians, you know, praying, interceding, contending for this case. I've barely seen any leaders even talking about it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to understand who we are as the body of Christ. Otherwise, we're never going to win this. God wants us to be confident. Know our identity in him. Did he give us the power and the authority over the strongholds and the principalities to cast them, to bind them? You know, cast them out, bind them. Well, what's bound on heaven is loosed in heaven. What's bound on earth is loosed in earth. We need to start binding and loosing and driving out of territories and walking boldly unafraid. Who cares what people say? I don't care. Those of the people that think we're crazy, that's just because they haven't done the research. And they haven't got the message from God. They haven't got the download, whatever you want to call it. Pray for them. Pray that they wake up. You are blessed to be awake. You are blessed to be awake. All right, guys, listen, we're going to go on a little mission. Love you so much. Appreciate you. You're amazing. I hope I didn't yell your ear off today. <laughs> Um, but I think we're, we're, we're going to see some powerful things in the next couple of weeks. Stay tuned. Next week is a big week. I got some interviews, uh, some shows that I'm going to be on, uh, one or two people that I think you'll like. One of them's from Israel. I'm hoping he'll be able to hop on the show. Uh, but we got some good things that, to report to you from my little undercover covert mission that I'm going on. And uh, we'll be back next week. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Todd Coconut Podcast. We love you. I believe in you. God believes in you. God loves you more than you can ever imagine. You were raised for a time as this. Literally, you were in the right time. God didn't make a mistake. He woke you up for a reason. And I believe he's going to use it in powerful ways. So praise him for what he's done in your life and what he's about to do. In Jesus' name, God bless.